Good evening, everyone, and, and welcome to the stream. My name's Adam, and I want to welcome you to Mustard Seed Ministries. This is a place where that uh, we come together to share the Word of God. We want to be a light to a lost and dying world. And we want to be a witness for our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. If anything else is gained from this, uh, it'll be a bonus, but our core value is Jesus Christ and the message of Him crucified and Him being our salvation. Um, as we get into our stream tonight, we want to discuss a few things. One of the things that uh, I'd like to talk to you about is the vision that we have. The vision and the hope that we have here at Mustard Seed is to be able to reach out to all those people that might not feel comfortable with darkening the doors of the church might not feel comfortable being in the that church setting and and that's okay we want you to feel welcome here uh we're not here to tell anyone how smart we are we're not here to beat our chest and and boast and and walk around with our chest puffed out uh god said that he resists the proud but he gives grace to the humble if anything tonight, we want to humble ourselves as we come together as the body of Christ, and we want to lift him up above everything else. Our mission and our vision is to see our lost saved, to let a people know that there's a Savior that loves them. We love you, and we appreciate you tonight. And I'm going to be joined by two brothers that I've known, brothers in Christ, that I've known for a long time. And I appreciate them so much for choosing and volunteering to come on stream with me here tonight as we just discuss a few things and, and what the Lord really means to us and, and who he is in our lives. So uh, with that said, I want to introduce you to two very close brothers of mine, Brother Carol Childress and Chuck Rogers. Welcome, fellas. Good to be here. Good evening. Glad to be on the stream. Good to see you guys. I appreciate you joining us. And I know that everybody in chat appreciates you as well. We uh, we'll start by allowing Carol just to, if you would, tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are, where you're from. Let us know who, what you're about. Yeah, you know, uh, as Brother Adam started out, he, he mentioned we're brothers, and that's exactly who we are. We're brothers in Jesus Christ, makes us family, um, and we're here. He mentioned uh, to lift up the name of Jesus, uh, but it's good to know who you talk, who you're hearing us from, you know. So we want to let you know a little bit about ourselves, uh, not putting ourselves out there. But uh, if you know who we are, uh, then you you'll know Jesus Christ a little bit more. At least we hope you will. So I'm Carol Childress. Uh, I'm a pastor at Midway Church. Uh, been saved, been in the family of God for 35 years, wow. and it is it has been some walk. Uh, and learned a lot uh, about myself, learned things I didn't know about myself, and seen more and more of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Hey, Amen. That's awesome. 35 years. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Nice. Does that make you feel old? <laughs> yeah, I already feel old when I get out of bed. <laughs> okay. I can, I can definitely say, I guess we've known each other now all of us which chucky and i we we kind of went to school together so we've known each other a little longer but i've known carol now for going on 16 years and there's definitely a little more gray hair in that beard that he's got and i know there's more gray hair on top of my head too so yeah. uh, 
we age and these old bodies they're going back to the dust of the earth is what the bible tells us and uh, i think yeah. that's pretty evident when we look at ourselves in the mirror we can see that that age it just comes a little more and more each and every day right. yeah yeah well our other guest tonight is chuck rogers chuck you want to tell us a little bit about you sure uh like adam said uh uh, these these brothers here, we've uh, been together probably, uh, I want to say 15, 16 years. And uh, these guys have helped me to grow in Christ. And uh, uh, if I've got questions, uh, they are able to point me in the right direction in the Bible. And uh, uh, they've just helped me to grow. And I appreciate these guys here. Uh, I'm, I'm Chuck Rogers. Uh, go by Charlie or Chuck, just whatever you want to call me, uh, from Big Stone. Uh, got three kids, uh, 14, 12, and nine years old. So, wow. Uh, <laughs> they're, they're growing quick. So Yeah, Chuck, you uh, seem like I just remember they got they was born, and, yeah, and now yeah. they're growing, growing yeah. fast. Uh, I've, I've been in the ministry, been teaching Sunday school now for probably uh, seven or eight years at, at my local church, my home church, uh, Robinette's Chapel in Big Stone. Uh also a deacon of the church about the same amount of time uh so yeah that's that's me <laughs> awesome awesome well i don't know if i told her i guess i've probably not even introduced myself other than my name and uh you know as we're doing these introductions i, I think about how other people might think of them and i think we'd all agree that we're not uh, throwing out any kind of credentials here by any means right. uh we're we're nothing and less than nothing without jesus christ right yeah, he said that he's the vine and we're the branches and outside of him we can do nothing right so i'm thankful tonight <laughs> that what i am or any good that you might find in me or these other two guys it's not in and of ourselves but it's all because of who jesus is to us yes. um i've been in the ministry now i've been preaching for a little over 12 years and i think i've been married for about I about messed up there, huh? <laughs> a little longer than that. What I'm trying to say is uh, I hadn't been married long before the Lord had called me to preach. And uh, I, I wasn't sure that I was ready. And, and I know I'm pretty sure that she wasn't ready or didn't feel like she was. But uh, I'm very thankful for my wife, for my family. We've got two little girls that uh, keep us on our toes for sure. Um, but without the support of our families, without the support of our brothers and sisters in Christ, I tell you, life would be pretty tough at times yeah, if we didn't true. have some people that we could call on. And that's another reason that we wanted to start this ministry was to be able to join some people together. I mean, there's a lot of folks that I've seen that's like the page. I'm, I'm blown away by the number of people that have responded to this page and chose to like it, chose to participate there's even chris mullins in chat how's it going chris it's good to see you man um it's uh it's amazing he just followed the page appreciate that bud um it's amazing to see what god can do when you when you start just a little bit and honestly that's what uh, led to the name of this ministry is starting out with something very small and i believe if we'll take even just a little faith and apply some effort god can accomplish great things and uh he already Amen. has he's already blessed my heart just in the conversations in the prayer that we had before this yeah. i can tell you with this ministry it's caused me to want to serve the lord more it's caused yeah. me to want a closer relationship with him and if we can have that desire increased 
then man we're doing something right i think um but a little bit about me i i grew up in big stone in a small community called crackers neck that's where i was born and raised uh, playing in the creeks and running the roads that was uh the years that i grew up a lot different than what kids are seeing nowadays our times and lives have changed a lot from what things used to be um, but i'm thankful for the foundation i'm thankful for the foundation that was laid for me with my community with the pillars in my church the leaders in my church that have you know put me on the right path uh, i'm thankful for them and uh with that said you know that, that's what led me into the ministry led me to uh want to serve the lord even more uh back years before i started preaching i was actually in a a musical group called eternity we were you know 15 years old and we would travel from church to church to church we actually the pastor of our church now james holcomb he was uh an evangelist at the time and man when he and his wife mona uh took us under their wing and and started helping us with music and and singing and that ministry we just followed him around wherever he went and he went a lot of places and we got to see a lot of different churches and and meet a lot of different people and, and serve the lord so uh, been in ministry the majority of my life um, but as as we go on and as times change this is something that the lord's put on our heart to be able to offer some type of online ministry for everyone something to where we can uh, kind of come into your living room and sit down for a little while uh, and it'd be pretty convenient for us so we're grateful to see you grateful that you're here and uh, we're thankful for this ministry that the lord's put in our heart so the thought of the mustard seed starting out as something small we're anxious to see where god would have it to go and we're thankful to be just a small part of something that could be just unbelievable so if you're here tonight and and maybe it's been a while since you've been in church maybe it's been a while since you've heard the word we're hoping and praying that somewhere in our conversations that you hear something that points you to jesus amen yeah that's our hope and that's that's what i feel that the purpose of this ministry is i, I want it to be a place to where we'll have these live videos like this but also i want you to feel welcome and comfortable if you have prayer requests or if you have testimonies or, or anything that you want to mention on the uh, mustard seed ministries page then by all means you go right ahead and post and we'll make sure that gets out to everyone i believe the more that we can have praying for someone maybe who's sick or someone who's in need then the better we are amen amen you know adam you meant you talk about uh we've talked about who we are and uh what we're about what we're doing and some of those out there who are watching us some of them some people know who we are they know the years we've been in ministry and then there's some out there that that are watching that don't know who we are yeah. and this is something we discussed all three of us together before we uh, actually started and come on live live is uh, you know what what is it that you may be out there thinking what what qualifies these guys to uh, talk about jesus uh, you know we all agree that the thing that qualifies us to share Jesus is that we are his children. We're a child of God. And uh, that, that's our qualifications. I mean, if you're looking for some big long list of things, <laughs> uh, the thing that, that ties us, the thing that brings us unity and brings us together in common is Jesus. Amen. Uh, I was thinking today, you know, we got a world, we got a country, not only a country, but a world 
that is totally divided and uh we got people out there divided and you know there's there's all this division but but jesus is what brings unity and then that's yeah. why we're here amen it's jesus amen yeah. you know a thought that comes to my mind when i when i think about that we we surely have people from all different walks and you know if you get into say even the denominations of churches i mean there's all kinds out there but uh you know i don't read anywhere in revelation or anywhere that i hear about uh that new jerusalem where that there's going to be little sections of each of those groups uh what what i believe will get us there what i believe that we'll all share in common is jesus just like you said and, and we're not going to have our little denominations there um so th those things are secondary those things take a back seat to what really matters and, and to me what really matters more than anything else is the blood of jesus christ if, if it's not done by that if it's not somehow related to that if it doesn't come back to that in some way then it's of no benefit it's a waste of time and a waste of effort uh now some people might say oh gosh now we're in here and we're talking about the blood and i'm not sure about all this what 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 are these guys well we want to share that with you we want to share the love of jesus uh and i'll tell you this the bible tells us that without the shedding of blood there's no remission so Amen. tonight as we gather i i, I want to say that i'm thankful for the remission of my sins yes. i'm thankful for the remission of your sins and I'm thankful yeah. for the remission of those that are watching's sins. Uh, Christ paid a great price for each and every one of us. And to know that God would love us so much that he would allow his son to do that, to give his life freely so that we could be given a chance. Well, I tell you, that that speaks volumes to my heart. That yeah. tugs on a, a place in my heart that uh, this world can't pull on. A amen amen adam I, I agree uh and and just you know we we tossed out a word and we also talked about this before we started the stream and, and the ministry is uh there's words that we know uh brother mentioned remission uh what what is that what is remission maybe you're out there and you you saying oh yeah i'd like to have me some of that but i don't even know what that is <laughs> <laughs> give me two uh, sounds, good. <laughs> <laughs> sounds good but what, what do i do with that <laughs> yeah uh and it's just a release from bondage uh, yeah. it, it's it's being free I, I mean man we were slaves before we were saved we were slaves to sin yeah and uh, i know some of y'all out there are feeling that it's just the weight of the world on your shoulders you know what you did you don't have to tell no nobody has to tell you what wrongs you've done you know that and god knows that well, we got plenty of those don't we <laughs> yeah i think we all got those yeah uh but just to just to think that that jesus uh he set us free Amen. He released us from that bondage, uh, that slavery. Uh, that's a good place to be. Mm -hmm. Be pardoned, forgiven. <laughs> Amen. Amen. You know, I think of it too, like as, as I'm completely unworthy of what he's done for me. Uh, I don't deserve it. Amen. Uh, but he, he did it anyway. He did it for me. He did it for you all. He's done it for the whole world. Uh, Amen, I'm thankful Chuck. for that. Thankful for that. Amen. God. You know, and, and what we're talking about, uh, one of those other words, and, and I'll mention the word, is salvation. Mm. You know, uh, yeah. and what salvation means to us. This is something that I wanted for us to get into, um, and I think the conversation has just kind of led us there. But uh, 
there's a lot of people that look at church in so many ways. Yeah. There, there's folks that uh, see church as a group of religious people. Uh, yeah. There's people that, oh, well, you're you're a church person or, or he's a he's a church guy, you know, or she's a church lady, you know, and, and you it's just almost like a, I, I hate to use the word stereotype, but we have that vision of people uh, on the surface. Uh, mm-hmm. But as we look at what church really means and as you get a little deeper into it and what truly is at the root of of someone who is saved or someone who says they're a Christian, there's a lot of folks that call themselves Christians call themselves christians even but do do all of us really know and understand what salvation truly means you know that i think that's a a, a good starting point a good starting point for anyone who is maybe seeking or someone who is maybe wanting to do better or wanting to get a start into church and wanting to get your family involved in church. You know, a lot of people, a lot of different things pull people to church uh, for different reasons. And it's like whatever God can use to get you there, then amen, let him use it, whatever it takes to get you there. But like once he gets you there, when he starts to work in your life, I'm not saying when the preacher starts to work in your life. I'm not saying when you start to get more involved in church activities. I'm not saying when you become a Sunday school teacher or a youth leader or you're in the choir. I'm saying when God starts to really move in your heart, when he starts to develop your relationship with him, Uh man, you can really start to grow and see what salvation is truly all about. So with, go ahead. Oh, brother, I was just going to say, I, I think if you asked, if you lined up 40 people and you ask them, well, what is salvation? You would probably get 40 different answers and, and different variations. Uh, and, and you think about that. And, you know, I, I wrestled with that for years. What is it? What is salvation? How wow. how am I saved? What does that mean? Um, and, and I come to a place many years ago. I want to make sure I got a hold of the right stuff, the right Amen. thing. Amen. Uh, it's not an opinion. Yeah. Um, you know, and and so uh, I, for me, it's simply salvation is is being saved from death. Amen. I mean, because the result of sin is death. Mm-hmm. And, and it's just like I have this image in my mind of of Jesus Christ Himself reaching down. It, it, the image that I carry with me is like I'm in like mud up to my 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 chin up to my nose, mm-hmm. and, and Jesus just reaches that arm down and pulls me out of that mud, out of that miry clay, and He lifts me up and He sets me on solid ground, sets Amen. me on a solid rock. Yeah, yeah. Uh, He saved me. What did He save me from? Well, He saved me from death. Amen. Uh, and, and I think this this is just from my viewpoint i think it's that choice that we all make of jesus has got his hand outstretched yeah it's our choice to reach up and grab his that's where everybody chooses yeah Uh, and for me that's about as simple as i know yeah Yeah. i I think that's great uh i think of i think of peter as he stepped out of that boat and began to walk Mm. on that water as jesus as he said lord if it's you bid me to come and and what did he say to him come yeah. 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 Hey, come. He, he didn't say how many times you go to church or what church you go to or how many good works right. have you done and how much money did you right. put in the offering plate. Right, right. Yeah. None of that matters. What matters is whether we're going to be obedient to that call. 
Yeah. You know, and I don't want to I don't want to get ahead of myself here, but talking about Peter and as I talk about Peter was a man who was a follower of Christ, who who was on a boat in the middle of a great body of water here and and this he saw this figure out on the water and he wasn't sure they thought it might have been a ghost or a spirit and he looked and Peter I think recognized that it was Jesus and he said, "Lord, if it's you, bid me to come." And Jesus says, "Come." And Peter steps out of this boat. Now, you talk about faith. I'm thinking about faith of the grain of a mustard seed. I'm thinking Peter, at this point, had the faith like of a watermelon or something for him to step out and think, I'm going to walk on some water. You know, he, he, he begins to walk on the water. If you read in Scripture, you can see where he, that he walks on water. And, but what happens is he loses focus, of course, according to the Word. He loses sight of Jesus. He, he starts to focus on all that's going on around him. And as he does, he finds himself sinking. But when Carol was talking about that miry clay that Jesus lifts us up out of, I thought of Peter as he began to sink in that water, as he reached forth his hand and he asked for the Lord to save him. And immediately Jesus reached down and pulled him up out of that water and saved him. I tell you, there's a lot of times in life, I believe, that we feel that we're sinking. Maybe the world has just consumed us and we're uh, being devoured by it. Uh, But I'm here to tell you tonight that Jesus can save you from this world and the sin that's in this world. That's the whole reason that he came. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is. Chuck, if you can think back years ago, we just think back. You know, if you're like me, I was young um, yeah. when I got saved. But I mean, when when you first heard somebody say "get saved," I mean, what yeah. what in the world at that age did you did, went through your mind? Well, you know, I went to church most of my young life. I mean, uh, it was it was every Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, uh, and and salvation something that you hear a lot of. Uh, oh, you yeah. hear the old people say, "I'm so thankful for my salvation," and uh, well, what is that? You know, <laughs> what is that? But uh, to me, uh, salvation is, uh, like you say, uh, I'm I'm saved from a death. Uh, yeah. Uh, we I think we have two options. Uh, mm-hmm. We've got an eternal life with God and and Jesus in heaven. And, Amen. Uh, and and we've got an eternal death too. I think so. Uh, uh, so I'm saved from that. Thank God, I'm saved. And. Uh, you know, there's a lot of times that I get down in this world, and uh, the world, like you say, the world will lay heavy on your shoulders. Yeah, uh, there's will. things that happen, and uh, but I always go back to that promise, mm-hmm. the promise that I have, and uh, uh, I'm thankful for that hope that we have, and uh, thankful for salvation. I can say it now, you know. Ain't <laughs> 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 that a good feeling? Yeah, it is. It is. It's a good feeling. You know, you talk about that promise, you know, and that's part of faith, isn't it? Yeah, You're man. trusting in a promise you can't yeah. see, but yet you look back to that promise, knowing that instead of eternal death, you got eternal life. Amen. That's awesome. Amen. Yeah. That's great. <clears throat> well, when I think of salvation and, and what it means to me, when I hear the word salvation, so I've thought about this a lot today, a lot because I knew that it would be a topic. So I'm going to try yeah. not to be long-winded, I promise. <laughs> but I want to tell you a little bit about what I feel like salvation is and, and what it means to me. Now, I was saved Easter Sunday of 98. And that puts me being 12 years old at that time. 
Now, I, God made it very simple, so simple that even a child could understand. And I felt like Peter back there as I was in that back pew. I didn't see the water. I didn't see the storm. But I felt something bidding me to come. Mm, and yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know what to do. I was holding the pew. I can remember that. But I remember walking the aisle and, and kneeling down on that altar. And there was something that took place there. I didn't know what to pray when I went there. I feel like the Lord saved me as soon as I stepped out and, and made that move towards him. I believed that he was coming towards me. But when I got up, when I came out of there, there was something that changed, something that changed down in my heart that wasn't there before. I had allowed Jesus to come in. I didn't know what exactly that meant to let Jesus come into your heart. But I can tell you when I left the church that day, I was different than I was when I went in. And that was salvation that came into my heart. Now, when I think of that, that salvation that comes, one of the things that you'll hear a lot of times, oftentimes in church, is uh, conversion. Some people even mention yeah. it to be uh, you, you've been converted or a new convert or a, a lot of times when, when someone just gets saved. We've got some new converts in the church. Let's be sure to remember them in prayer. Well, to be a new convert is to be one who's been recently converted. Converted from what? Converted right. from death unto life. Converted yeah. oh, from guilty to innocent. <laughs> you know, I, I, my sins have now been forgiven. The Bible mm -hmm. speaks in a place there. There is therefore now no condemnation to those that are in Christ Jesus. Amen. I, I believe that when we allow Jesus into our heart, the old man has to has to go away. He, he yeah. has to be put to death, amen? Uh, our old self and our old wants and, and who we were, that they have to uh, die out. We have to die out to that sin and look forward to the life that Jesus has in store for us. Now, conversion... Here's the I, I told you I had a lot, but I'm trying. I'm trying Come to be now, good and, and, and trying. I want to. I want to. I want to get this out there while I've got the chance. I want to grab a hold and, and and not let you go. Conversion doesn't happen without conviction. Yeah. Oh, see, there, there's you another word. Okay. And we could probably spend a whole session on talking about that word. It's a, it's a churchy word, right? Yeah. We, you know, us deacons and preachers, we know this stuff. Uh, conviction. Oh, man, what is that? You know? <laughs> well, let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever been told that you're wrong for something? Hmm. Have you ever been told that you were wrong for doing something? As a kid, have you ever been in the store and, and maybe snuck a piece of candy into your pocket and then made it out and then felt that guilt? Yeah. A lot of times we call it that guilt, but there is a godly sorrow. Mm -hmm. uh, can I just throw something in here before sure. I forget? Okay, and, and I think this is it. I think you used the illustration of a kid sticking candy in his pocket. Okay, that happened to me as a kid. I did that exact thing. There's a little <laughs> store down the road. Man, I went down there. I, I, I stuck some, <laughs> some candy. You know, they used to have them sitting out on the shelf, just individual pieces. I shoved that in my pocket. And when I walked out of there, I knew I'd done wrong, but man, I wasn't going to say anything about it yeah. until my mom asked me, you know, where'd you get that at? <laughs> uh, well, you know, I had to come clean at that point. Uh, and, and you said the word sorry, okay, and that godly sorrow. I think there's people who are sorry for what they've done, just yeah. like taking the candy. And then there's some people who sorry they got caught. 
Yeah. Because you know? yeah. there's been many times as a kid I was sorry I got caught. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I've been there. I'll say amen. <laughs> or oh yeah. me. Both of them fit right there. Um, but but back on to that, looking at that, talking of the godly sorrow, you know, you feel that guilt. You feel that remorse for what you've done, right? Well, right. the guilt, the, the guilt is not the conviction. The conviction is the one who sends the guilt, okay? God can convict your heart, right? He can convict you, show you that you've sinned, show you and reveal to you that uh, there's a need for his son in your life. The Holy Spirit right, is, is the one who delivers that conviction to our hearts. And I'm going to give you a piece of scripture here to kind of back this thought up, and then I'm going to, I'm going to quit. I don't mean to get so in-depth. It's hard for me to pump the brakes or let off a gas sometimes. I get excited over God's Word and being able to share some stuff with you. But there was something that Jesus spoke in John chapter 6, verse 44. Now, these words in my Bible are written in red, so to me that means that Jesus is the one who spoke these words. So I consider that pretty important, right? Those are the, like the highlight cliff notes. These are the parts of the Bible you really need to dial in on. In John chapter 6, verse 44, the Bible says, No man can come to me. This is Jesus talking. He says, No man can come to me except the Father which hath sent me draw him. So with that said, for someone who's looking to make a difference, looking to make a change, maybe curious about some things or how all this even works, conversion to me is like a conversation with God. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Here's what I mean by that. God is the one who initiates it. Yeah. It's not you. Like, you can't up and decide that you want to get saved and then just make it happen. <laughs> right. Like, if you yeah. could do that then, man, Jesus wouldn't have ever had to come. You know, like, if we could do that ourselves, then we'd uh, we'd have no reason for wanting to learn more about Jesus. Or the, He wouldn't have died on a cross, I can tell you that much. He wouldn't have given his life. But I, I, I'm here to tell you that God is the one who begins that conversation with you. And it's a two-way street. It's not something you don't just get to go to God and tell him and confess all your faults or go into some closet somewhere and confess them to somebody else. It won't do you no good to confess your faults to me or, or your sins to me or to either of these two here or any pe preacher or pastor that you know. We can't forgive you of your sins, but there's one who can. His name's Jesus. Yeah. And see, God can convict your heart by speaking to it through the Holy Ghost, through the Holy Spirit. He starts and initiates that conversation. Now, it's up to you and the, the, the balls in your court, so to speak, at that point. Are you going to respond to what God's saying to you? Are you going to respond to what the Holy Spirit is speaking to your heart? When he says, come, are you just going to ignore him and turn away? Or will you respond? I'm thankful to say that I responded I was, and, and I've not been perfect since. There's been plenty of plenty of times and plenty of ways that I've messed up right. along the way. But I'm thankful that right now he's sitting at the right hand of the Father making intercession. He's, yeah. he's there. When I mess up, here's the good part about being saved. Here's the good part about salvation. is is It, it don't make you perfect. We don't become perfect instantly. You don't get saved, and now, now you've got a ticket to heaven, and now you're perfect. But it is a relationship, a continuing relationship with Jesus, who's sitting at the right hand of the Father right now. So, And, and when you and I kind of falter along the way, when we mess up from time to time, 
Yeah, boy, it's good to know that we've got one that's sitting right there at the right hand of the Father going to him on behalf of us, making that intercession, saying, yeah, God, Father, this one's this one's mine. If you'll look yeah. down there, you'll see that uh, the blood's been applied to that heart. The blood's been applied to that life. I'm yeah. thankful, and that's all that uh, that's all that I have. I'll hush. I'll hush on that one. <laughs> are, are you? Will you? I'll try. I'll try. No, I go back. I, I go back to the night that I got saved, and uh, Lord been dealing with my heart for maybe two or three weeks. I can remember going back uh, maybe two or three weeks, and the Lord dealing with my heart, and and the preacher would get up and he'd preach and. He would give voucher call, and I'd say it, and I'd say, "Well, I've got a lot of things I need to take care of. I need to fix this. I need to, uh, I need to straighten out my life. Uh, how do, how do I do this? Do I go up there and kneel down? Is there a certain prayer that I have to pray? Uh, but all it takes, all it takes, is faith. You've got to believe that Christ died for your sins. Amen. And uh, and uh, there's no certain prayer that you have to pray. I believe." Uh, I believe that you, you you need to ask the Lord to forgive you for your sins, and uh, and have faith. So, Amen, brother. I want to tag on to something you said earlier, Chuck, because there there could be someone out there who you know that the Lord's really speaking to. Uh, and brother Adam, he he just took us through the whole plan of salvation. There, I mean, yeah, he shared yeah. it. Uh, you can't come to God; God comes to you. Uh, the Bible says, no man can come to me except the Father which has sent me draw him. That's what Jesus said. Yeah. Uh, and I'll raise him up at the last day. And and Chuck had mentioned the promise, you know, the promise that he, had, he held on to. Um, uh, sometimes I wonder, I know I wrestle with it, is feelings. You know, well, I just didn't feel it. Mm. Well, it's not the feeling that saves you. Yeah. <laughs> Some people are looking for a miracle, a burning bush, a, a Pringles potato chip it looks like jesus or something you know <laughs> right yeah yeah uh but but that's it's not it i mean there, it, it you know maybe you didn't have a uh an earth-shaking experience uh but you know just like these two brothers mentioned you know inside there's something not right yeah. you, you you know god's calling you uh and and chuck mentioned it earlier about that promise that he's clinging to uh, and and I'll, I'll tell you what, this is one of my favorite passages. To me, this just brought it out so simple. Uh, it's in Romans 10, verse 9. It says that if thou shalt confess with your mouth, mm-hmm. the Lord Jesus, yeah. believe. It's about a belief. It doesn't say that you have to have the feeling. Now, i tell you, feelings come with it. I yeah. feel all kinds of feelings. Oh, <laughs> Amen. I feel remorse. I feel sorrow. I feel joy. Uh, but he says, and believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead. Thou shalt be saved. Amen. There Amen. we go. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, it, it's it's just believing that that faith uh, and believing the promise. That's the promise. Yeah. You know, like I, I, say, feel- I think people get get worried. What, what do I do? How do I do this? You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They put. It, they, it's not of our works, is what I'm trying to say. It's nothing that we could do. No. Uh, but it's all what Christ has done. Amen. And what he's already done for us. So. Amen. I was the same way, Chuck. You know, I thought, well, is there a special prayer? You know, the, you heard there, the people talk about a sinner's prayer. Well, is it, yeah. do I have to say those words? Is, is that what's going to save me? Yeah, yeah. You know, did I get it right the first time? I'll tell you, <laughs> yeah. I went to the altar, my goodness, just to get that assurance. I, I can't, I lost count the number of times I went <laughs> yeah. to the altar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I'll tell you, it's nice when the Lord can deliver that assurance to your heart. I'm glad that he still does it for me from time to time, even now, to get that uh, just little extra nudge to let you know when you're in the middle of something, maybe in a valley or, or maybe somewhere along life's way in the trials that we face. It's good to know that you're still a child of the one true king. Yeah. yeah. Uh, thinking about all this, and I know that uh, th- this isn't something that you can reason out in your mind. This isn't uh, a 12-step process that you can follow. If you can do A, B, C, and D, then you're saved and mark yeah, that off right. the checklist and go on. <laughs> right. yeah. uh, the I'll tell you, I'll tell you what what we can do. We can humble ourselves. We can humble yeah. ourselves. I think it takes a broken heart. The Bible describes it as a broken heart and a contrite spirit. I believe that a lot of people, I know that when I came, I'll say it like this. I know that when I came to that altar, when I knelt down, I was broken. Amen. I, I know I was broken because God had shown me that I stood in need, that I had faults and that there was a need and I felt that need and and I feel like that need and that call was what drawed me and and God through the Holy Spirit uh, brought me out of that pew. I, I'm very thankful that God gave us that little opportunity, man, that window, you think about that, you think about an eternity and where that you might spend it. And even this, if you were to map out your whole life, let's say you live over 80 years that that's a drop in the bucket compared to an eternity yeah let's narrow that down and let's say what if he gave you eight minutes to respond what what if he gave you eight seconds to decide where that eternity is going to be spent how important is it i'm i'm willing to say there's no more important decision that you could ever make in your life than what you're going to do with the call of jesus when it comes amen 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 brother i agree this has been really good i've enjoyed this i've enjoyed talking about the lord i've enjoyed uh talking with each of you uh and what salvation means if either of you got anything else that you want to add on to all this or mention I'll say this, uh, of course, you know, you ask another preacher that question, he's going to say something. <laughs> you get one shot. You get one shot. <laughs> you know, don't put a timer on me or anything, yeah. but, uh, you know. We, I'm we, sitting over here with my watch, the deacons with the watch. Wrap it up. <laughs> yeah. You know, we, we discussed this before we actually came live uh, about, how long we could talk about this subject of salvation and and we wanted to try to keep you interested and and there's just so much here that that we can talk about and if you're curious about what future uh, live bro- uh, streams will be like uh well you know this subject of salvation i w- we can see this as being or at least i can uh you know we'll be talking about salvation uh, probably next week if you want to tune in that's uh i mean we've we've just scratched the surface uh and i believe our heart's desire is that you know jesus i mean really that's why we're talking here Yeah. yeah amen amen and i'll say too if at any point like i've got you pulled up here i can i can see you in chat i see each of you bootsy duckin karen smith micah sexton connie jesse chris mullins james couch mary holbrook uh and john paletti 
Uh, I appreciate each of you, and I can see you here. If you've got any questions, anything you want to say, you drop it right there in chat, or, or you uh, post it to the page. If you've got anything, you can send us a message. Send send a message to Mustard Seed Ministries. If you have any questions about salvation, any any questions that maybe you're not comfortable addressing it or speaking out in like a group setting like this, I want you to know that you can reach out to any of us. Uh, at any time if there's one that you'd prefer maybe one that you're more familiar with we can get you in touch with them uh just shoot a message to mustard seed ministries and we'd be happy to get you tied up with the right person or or the one that you'd rather speak to uh i'll say this though i'm sure hoping that any of the ones that you talk to will point you right to jesus uh that's uh we're we're not uh not the saviors we're just the messenger and just the one that's pointing towards him yeah. So, yeah, I believe all three of us would agree that if we could just remove everybody seeing us and, and if they could just see Jesus. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's that's our desire. That's who we're pointing to. Like you say, yeah. it's Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Amen. Amen. Well, I appreciate all this. I appreciate uh, both of you for, for joining in tonight. Uh, I hate to cut it off here. I know that we could go on and on and on about this, and I'd love to, and we yeah. will. We will. We're just going to we pick it up and continue it on another day. Uh, Lord willing, we'll pick this back up, say, next Thursday. We're going to try to do this each Thursday night at 9 p.m., just because right now that's what's working for us. If we decide in the future, if you have requests for something like that to change then speak out let us know we want to uh, be able to bind together in the love of jesus christ is what we want and for that to happen we've got to kind of align on schedule i'm sure there'll be some folks that uh, might be seeing this right now that didn't make it to the live stream and that's why i really want to encourage anyone that has questions or comments or concerns anything to reach out to us uh, because we're going to keep an eye on that we're going to keep an eye on the Facebook page and, and anything that you might be saying there. Uh, like I say, any questions, whether they be biblical, you know, we might not have the answer. And, and here's the thing. If we yeah. don't have an answer, we don't have an answer and we don't know. Uh, <laughs> right. But I can tell you this, there's going to be at least three of us uh, digging into the word and searching that out in Scripture, trying to find and point to what God says about it. We certainly don't want to give you our opinions. They're they're not worth much. Yeah. But uh, we do want to share with you what God's Word says about things, what uh, God's Word uh, tells us about salvation. I believe that everything that's been said about it so far tonight, uh, it's right in tune and right in line with what God's Word says. Uh, and, And that's our hope. We want to stick close to the truth because that's what we want to get out to each and every person. We want everyone to hear the truth. The Bible said you'll know the truth, and the truth will make you free. Amen. 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 Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. I tell you, you can look anywhere you want in Scripture, and I'd tell you just about anywhere you'd look up, anywhere you'd find, somehow, some way, it's going to point back to him. The Bible said, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Well, who was with God in the beginning? The Son. Amen. Yeah. Amen. I'm telling you, I'm trying to trying to hush. So uh, I, get, I get excited uh, and it's good. It's good. I hope it's you're good. excited. I hope everyone that's watching is excited uh, for the Lord, excited about this ministry, excited about the word and what we're going to dig into together and what we're going to find out. So you guys got anything else before we close it out? No, brother. Uh, the only thing great. I want to say is don't be afraid to ask questions. You know, uh, yeah. I, uh, if it wasn't for these two guys right here, 
then I don't know where I'd be. Uh, I'd be afraid to ask questions is where I'd be <laughs> yeah. uh, because I, I didn't want to look stupid. Uh, but yeah. uh, uh, just ask the question. Don't, don't be afraid to ask it. And uh, we'll try to point you in the right way in the Bible, in the Word, mm-hmm. uh, because that's, like Adam said, that's where the truth is. And uh, uh, it's it's not about us. We want to point you to the Word. So, Amen. Amen. Well, if it's okay, Carol, you got anything? No, no, brother. Actually, okay. I'm, I'm well, good. All right. Well, if it's okay with uh, you guys, okay with chat, what, what I'd like to do to close out uh, the stream tonight, I'd like to end the stream in prayer. Um, and uh, if... If you've got any prayer requests, shoot them up in in chat. Uh, let us know. Uh, you can do that all throughout the stream if you've got anything. And then maybe as we close the the stream, we can uh, have prayer about whatever request you might have made known in chat. So tonight, I know we're kind of cutting it short, and I don't want to put you on the spot. So I'll say this: if you do have something on your heart, God knows your heart. Uh, so if you will if you will bow your head with me for just a minute and we'll go to the lord in prayer as we uh come to close in this stream our heavenly father lord jesus we come to you tonight and father we want to thank you for this service for this stream for what it's meant to us for each and every person that's listening right now under the sound of our voice god i i pray that if there's anyone that's lost father that you would speak to that heart that you would allow that godly conviction to make its way into their life and help them to see, help them to see how that you are the answer. Help mm-hmm. us, God. Help each one of us to humble ourselves. There's no big eyes, no little use here. And we're thankful to know that when you look upon us, that we're all the same in your eyes. There's none of us great. We're all small compared to you. And we're thankful Amen. for how great you are. Lord, we ask as we come to close tonight that you would be with all of those that are with us be with their families, anyone that's sick, anyone that's lost loved ones. God, I pray that you'd comfort those hearts and those homes and those families. Above all, God, speak to our lost. Save our lost. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 All right. We'll end it here. I want to thank you so much for choosing to take the time out of your evening and join us here tonight. It means a lot to us. Let me say thank you again for each and every person that's liked the page, followed the page. I can't tell you how much that support means to us. Uh, It just melts my heart. It's blown me away. I know when we first discussed uh, starting this thing up, uh, we we put out an announcement, and and the more likes started to come in and and roll in. And and I remember Chucky come to me, and he said, uh, how many people's liking this page? Uh, uh, we thank you. We thank you. Uh, yeah, we do. We're just uh, some old, simple country fellers that love the Lord, and we want to yeah. share him with you. And uh, I hope that you'll tune in next time. Bootsy, I see you there in, in chat, and sorry you missed it. You can go back. Maybe after this is over, you can go back and watch it. Uh, you'll have a week to do that, but now next week, Thursday night, Lord willing, at 9 p.m., we'll be starting this back up and uh going at it again so we're excited we're anxious and we love you we ask for your prayers ask you to be praying for us that god would lead us in the right direction that uh he would protect us in all this from the enemy as as he certainly tries to defeat it we want to press forward and press towards that mark uh to to serve the lord but we thank you and we appreciate you and god bless you we'll see you next time god bless you we love you we love you